So then, at 8.08 nearly, we uh, can talk about, despite under the clouds of a typhoon, Busan International Film Festival taking place, but is it also taking critics by storm, featuring 10 major Korean movies along with 300 films from 85 countries this year. This is the festival's 24th edition and the 100th anniversary of the Korean film industry. Let's get the verdict of Matthew Scott, veteran journalist based in Hong Kong, who's been covering Busan International Film Festival for the past 15 years. Welcome to our program today. Good morning. (laughs) How are you doing? A little less of the veteran (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I think it's anything in double figures true. of any experience uh, becomes veteran, doesn't it, uh, these days? Um, it does. <laughs> either way. That made me feel very old, 15 years. God, I must have been young when I started. Well, it's still a lot younger than the film industry here, as we said, 100 years That's old. True, and indeed yeah. younger than the festival. Um, but how's <laughs> it been going so far? Uh, it's been tremendous, actually. Uh uh, the, the, the typhoon was a bit of a worry uh, at the start, but um, it's had a fantastic program. There's a huge buzz around the place. Uh, there's been a remarkable amount of sold-out shows, especially um, in areas where they don't normally sell out shows here, uh, including some of the minor competitions. Um, we've had a bit of Hollywood glamour here the other day with Timothy Chalamet here. Chalamet, sorry. Uh, and hundreds of fans greeting him and going wild, um, and some fantastic local films. So uh, all good, actually, all good. And, and as I said, lots of lots of people milling around the Busan Cinema Centre, which is always a great sign. Uh, they've put some food trucks there. They've made it a much better community-style atmosphere here this year. So all good, yes. Of course, whatever international films are being shown there, we can't escape the location being Busan every time we refer to this festival. And how important a showcase has it been for Korean cinema? And and, and where is Korean cinema at 100 years on from its foundation? Yeah, interesting question. Um, Given the fact that the the festival has always positioned itself uh, sort of as the champion of independent cinema, uh, has always worked very hard to have a mix um, between screening for an international and a local audience, up-and-coming local directors, as well as giving the international film world that gathers here every year an insight to what the trends are in the industry here. Um, I think what we're seeing for the past 12 months um, is, is the sort of payday for 20 years of work First with Lee Chandong's Burning being a huge festival success, and now of course with Bong Joon Ho's Parasite sweeping the world and sort of marching towards uh, obvious Oscar nominations. And the festival here has long been a champion of Bong. Uh, all he, he loves coming here. He gave a fantastic talk a few years ago with Quentin Tarantino. That was a great sort of uh, bromance, loving up on stage. Uh, he sent a message here for opening night. Um, the stars of the film have been here. Uh, what we're seeing, I think, is it's a real move towards a, ca- a cashing in and a celebration of, of what the festival has pushed and the emergence of, of, of directors on a global scale that the Korean industry has long loved and, and long put forward. 
What do you think are the key features, if you could summarise, of, of Korean movies that appeal to international audiences? I, I remember myself encountering Korean cinema for the first time, feeling like it drew on a slightly different emotional response. There, 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 there were certain stylistic common features. Yes. Um, but, but of course, it's horribly g e n e r a l i z a t i o n a l to say anything about all Korean movies. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's, it's something that people talk about here that come every year uh, from overseas like me or, and from around Asia. Uh, what is it that these films have? And if you look at a film like Parasite and you wrote down like in 20 words what it is, it's impossible to, to then see the film and, and follow that 20 words. I think what, what happens is with directors like Bong is that they put you on edge. They, they don't parcel things up sweetly. They're not sort of the disney-fied way of, of making cinema where there's, a, there's, a nat- there's an end that you know is parceled up. I mean, they, they jump genres within the film. They take chances with their scripts. Uh, this is something that Korean audiences have come to expect. Um, and, and overseas audiences now, I think, get the definite... Going backlash uh, to the cinematic universe type films, not sort of in terms of challenging them for global box office domination, but certainly people want to see something a little bit different. And I think people are opening their eyes to the fact that Korean cinema, by the way they take, tell stories, is giving them that to some degree. Getting the balance right uh, often. decides success. I remember Old Boy was, for example, one of those that broke through. Despite having some incredibly dark themes, it presented itself in a way that I, I think pretty much all global audiences could get behind as well. Yeah, now interesting you say that because I was lucky enough to go in and, and, and see a screen of Old Boy last Sunday and director Park Chan-wook was there for a talk afterwards and 16 years on from that film, it hasn't lost any of its power to sort of both entertain and unsettle you. Um, I think it sticks to that sort of film noir way of style of telling a story, but with a very contemporary uh, stylistic uh, and and the violence uh, thrown in on top. And I, I I think that film was, for a lot of people... Winning an award at Cannes 16 years ago, I think that opened the door that that, that did to the international audience about what was going on here, and it's taken some time. But I think uh, Parasite is certainly uh, the one now that everyone's talking about. Yeah, it, it, it seems to be a legacy that's been left by films like Old Boy over this 100-year history. But if you go even further back... Um, that's what, probably one of the earliest films I've, I've seen was Sopyeonje and I've talked about it in the past on the show I thought that was a, a powerful um, movie in its own uh, depiction of um, Pansori powerful in the sense that you come away from it wanting to discover more about Pansori but not so powerful in the sense that it's quite slow moving and uh, requires a little bit more attention um, so it, 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 it's really transformed the industry over the last few decades Yeah, this is the thing, going back to that film, and even some of the films um, a day out, The Last Witness, that they're they're, um, screening here, 
there's sort of, I, I, for the life of me, don't know where it came from, but there's sort of a commercial mouse about the cinema, uh, even in those sorts of films, again, as you said, that you wouldn't think were really commercial, but the stylistic way that they're told uh, and presented, is it, it, it can reach a, a, a much bigger audience than, say, a similar film that was made in, like, Hungary or somewhere, I think. Mm. Um, coming back to the very modern moment, the theme of every film festival at the moment seems to be how do film festivals and cinema respond to these online platforms, which seem to be one of the primary ways, if not the primary way, for people to enjoy films at the moment, uh, which not only takes us away from the big screen of the cinema, but takes us away from the uh, relatively big screen of the living room to our smartphones. Yeah, it's in constant state of flux at the moment, and it's been obviously a huge topic here. There, Netflix have 11 films here, including um, uh, Chalamet's The King the other night. Um, have sort of embraced uh, where things are going with their first um, content awards last Sunday, um, rewarding people who are making films for the, the new platforms. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. It's, it's a topic that's brought up at every press conference, and the director of the King, the Australian, uh, David Mitchell, came out and talked about what it means for a filmmaker in that you go where the money is, quite obviously. Um, and if you want to get a film made, you have to go to, to whomever is offering you the film. Uh, and uh, they talked about the audience, and they talked about how they can get people to see the films on a, at the cinema and the importance of film festivals in the future um, in that regard, that maybe one day, you know, most people go to film festivals to see to see the big, big films, but the majority of people watch films at home, and how do they, as a filmmaker, uh, look at making films for the smaller screen? And then that goes right the way down to making for mobile devices, which... I mean, in two massive markets, India and China, are the predominant now place where people get their entertainment. Right. And, and, and that is a consideration. If you're a director, you can imagine that playing into your mind when you're, when you're creating these scenes. How's this going to look yeah. on a tiny, tiny device? Um, we, we've out of time. It's been really uh, good to speak with you, Matthew Scott, freelance journalist. Um, and I know that you're using a, a roaming phone during your stay here. And so we apologize for the, the quality of the line. I'm, I'm pleased to say I was able to hear everything you had to say. But if anyone else struggled, uh, apologies for that. Um, good luck for the rest of your stay. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Sorry if I was a bit crazy. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Um, has anyone else got anything to say about Busan International Film Festival this year? You can also tweet us at EFM this morning.